This is Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a two-time national best-selling author and leading business advisor, will cover topics that help business owners operate their businesses more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and we are brought to you by Capital Plus. They help you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. They create customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. All right, guys, so this week, um, our guest this week, fascinating story. I cannot wait till we dive into this, Um, but our guest this week is Mr. Mike Virgentino, and he has done a lot of things in his career, and he's a marketing expert but he's also an historian and a recognized expert about Freedom Land USA. And if you're not familiar, that's a 1960s American history theme park that was located in the Bronx. And he's even authored a, a book about it, Freedom Land USA, The Definitive History. Um, and that theme park, again, super cool stuff, and we're going to ask Mike about this, um, some background about this. But it was created by the same executive who built Disneyland and Six Flags Over Texas. Um, as you can guess, Freedom Land USA is no more. So we're going to find out a little bit about that. Um, but more importantly, he turned his personal passion in American history, um, and frankly, some of it was sparked by this this uh, particular theme park, Freedom Land USA, into a side hustle that helped him create a second career um, through a book and group presentations, et cetera. So um, for those of you out there listening that are not yet business owners and are, you know, want to be entrepreneurs or, you know, thinking that you might want to do that, this is going to be particularly interesting episode for you to hear Mike's journey and uh, and how he you know was able to do that. Again, that's a big part of becoming an entrepreneur is turning your passion into a business. And so he obviously was able to do that. So without after that long introduction, Mr. Mike Bergentino, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much, Ken. Glad to be here. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Um, so gosh, I got like 512 questions to ask you. So, <laughs> um, so I guess let's just start. Uh, tell us a little bit about your journey. So, uh, and obviously, I explained some of it at a very high level. But tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you're at now. Yeah, well, I grew up in New York City, specifically in the northern part of the Bronx, and uh, this was uh, in the late 50s, early 60s. And I decided when I went to high school, which was within walking distance of my neighborhood, so when I'm already 14, 15 years old, I knew that I wasn't going to be the next center fielder for the Yankees, <laughs> even though I did play uh, I did play high school baseball, but that curveball, I just couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> overcome the curveball. And I, though I was into music, I kind of didn't want to go in that path. Um uh, but I decided I w- uh, wanted to go into journalism. I think at a time when uh, journalism was a little more revered than it is uh, in today's world. And um, sometimes I cringe when I tell people, well, I started as a journalist because uh, of everything that's going on in politics and and our social conscious today. Sure. Um, but I, I, I did uh, become a sports editor of my school newspaper. I did start a... Uh, a, a TV segment, a TV news segment about high school news. Uh, when I was in uh, school, we had our own uh, audiovisual department, so I, I was, you know, 
going to try to be the next Walter Cronkite. There you go. And uh, and then when I went to college, also locally uh, in the Bronx, I went to Fordham University, and they had at the time a 50,000-watt FM, completely student-run uh, radio station. And uh, that's where I got my hands-on experience. And for a while, went, uh, after graduation, went into uh, radio news and doing other things on the broadcast side. And then eventually I morphed over to the marketing and public relations side, uh, working with uh, in New York City with agencies, major corporations, and eventually nonprofits, which was at more the tail end of my uh, career on a day-to-day basis. Right now I'm more focused on uh, promoting uh, the memories of uh, the theme park that you mentioned, as well as I do consulting work and a lot of writing. Mm-hmm. So that's, in a nutshell, where I was and where I am today. Well, fascinating journey. And by the way, I uh, I say this all the time, and unfortunately, Mike, uh, too many people don't get my reference, but I, in, in complaining, in my complaining about uh, the media and, and news journalism nowadays, I always say I yearn for the days of Walter Cronkite. And unfortunately, most people who I say that to don't know who the heck Walter Cronkite is. So, but, so I appreciate I appreciate you mentioning him. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything? Yeah, I know. And you know, and unfortunately, with the state of things, I think if uh, and I graduated as a journalism major in the late 1970s. I think today I couldn't go into the news media. I couldn't be a journalist. I just wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do what they they did. I was always on on the end uh, or the side that they sh- they the reader or or they on the other side of the microphone should not know what my politics is. Mm-hmm. Should not know where I come down on an issue. Uh, but let's explore all sides and you decide. But it's different today. Yeah, no, it definitely is different today, and it's 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 frustrating. I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole, but I, we right. have so much stuff I want to dig into. But man, it does get frustrating for me. And yeah. it's you know, and raising kids and trying to explain to them of you know, you got to be careful about your news sources and where you see the information from. And and heck, my mother, my mother, you know, who is sixty eight years old, she, um, you know, she'll. Quote, she, she's, she'll see a headline and she'll just quote a headline. Well, you know that blah, 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 and that becomes her truth. And, and I'm like, well. And headlines are completely different a lot of times than the story. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, well, it's interesting because you, so you've seen that, that metamorphosis in the, in the journalism world um, over the last, you know, 30 to 40 years. Yeah. It, 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 and, and all, just like everything else, everything changes. Even the profession I was in. Uh, when, when I left journalism, I went into public relations and the marketing. That has changed considerably in 40 years. You know, the, just technology alone. Do you know uh, when I st- started in the journalism and then on the PR side in the early 80s, if I if I got a phone call and someone told me what their phone number was to call them back, I could pinpoint exactly where in the country they were. But just even in that technology, with all the new area codes and even like New York City, every every borough in New York City used to be a two one two area code. Mm-hmm. Uh, now there are so many different ones that I can't tell where people are calling from anymore. So even on that note, it was something uh, so uh, insignificant in a sense has changed. Uh, just every industry has changed. So it's uh, 
in a sense, I try to learn new things, and that's part of my journey to always try to be relevant and try to learn what's new. But in some instances, I just go back. You know, I can't teach a dog an old dog new tricks. I go back to, <laughs> to my roots of 40 years ago. Yeah, so no, it's a happy balance. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's, but the the key part I got out of what you just said, right? You said a lot of good stuff, but you have been successful because you have been able to change with the times. And so many times, people are not successful because they're not able to change with the times. And so, um, I think that's a big takeaway from what Mike just told us. All right, well, we're we're uh, um, almost up against a break here, so. We're going to come back after the break. Of course, we'll give the Mr. Biz tip of the week to start uh, start the next segment. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about Freedom Land USA. I'm sure you guys are curious about that and uh, and more about what Mike does right now on the marketing and PR side. And then during the third segment, we're going to pick his brain and get five tips from him. So do not uh, hesitate to come back on Mr. Biz Radio. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth, and it is time for the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week, and this one is um, short, sweet, to the point. The tip this week is know your customer. Very, very important. Um, I know we just did a series um, on customer experience with uh, Mr. John Hansen. And we talked a lot about the importance and, uh, you know, think about it this way. I mean, when I say know your customer, I know it sounds very obvious, but always be seeking feedback from your customers. I mean, you don't know what you don't know, right? And think about the the, the companies nowadays and in, in today's day and age in 2020, the companies that are really massively thriving and think about the customer experience you have with them, the Amazons of the world. Um, not only can you get, gosh darn, anything on Amazon, but, it, you know, Quick delivery, um, you know exactly where your package is at any time. It's easy to return things, right? Your customer experience is, is phenomenal with them. Um, companies like Apple, um, I'm not even an Apple guy, but I know the experience. My kids are, our kids are, and, and I'm the only one in the biz household, by the way, that's not an Apple person. Uh, Mrs. Biz and, and the kids are all Apple people. Um, I'm still holding out. I'm a rebel. But but think about the experience you have with Apple, and that's a big part of the reason why you know, those are just two examples of companies that are really thriving because they know their customer and what their customers expect. Um, so very, very important there. So again, you're listening to Mr. Biz Radio, brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full-service credit and collections department. Okay, so let's get back to talking with Mr. Mike Virgentino, who 
is uh, the author of Freedom Land USA, The Definitive History, and also he um, is the owner of MRV Marketing Communications. So uh, let's get a little into this, Mike. So I want to talk about Freedom Land USA. So, um, you know, how did you become interested in Freedom Land and how is it, you know, that influenced your professional career? Well, lucky for me that I grew up in the neighborhood where they placed Freedom Land USA. I lived about eight streets away um, from uh, a major undeveloped area in the Northeast Bronx in the early 1960s where they placed this American history theme park, uh, probably the only theme park ever in the United States, that it was solely based on our history. And uh, it was created by the same fellow. Uh, his name was Cornelius Vanderbilt Wood, C.V. Wood, mm-hmm. who uh, same fellow who created uh, or have built uh, Disneyland uh, for Walt Disney. Um, so he knew how to build theme parks. Uh, the only thing he did not know when he came uh, to the New York City market was that the landowner, the city planners, the politicians, and everyone else had different plans uh, for the property, and they used his theme park as a placeholder for the land. And after five years, uh, they forced the uh, theme park into bankruptcy and ended up converting the land to the world's, large, world's largest uh, housing development, cooperative housing development. And we're talking now 50 years ago, and that uh, housing community, along with its retail shops, are still going strong in that part of New York City. Wow. So, so it sounds like uh, a lot of red tape uh, potentially and, and some, some maybe back office politics led to sort of the, the bankruptcy, uh, politics right? Politics skimming off the top, uh, other plans for the property, developing land that should not have, uh, should not have uh, 25 and 30-story apartment buildings on it because it's marshland. A lot of chicanery, uh, unbeknownst to... Uh, the fellow I mentioned, C.V. Wood, who had already moved on. When he, he just built, uh, created and built parks. He didn't manage parks. He had already moved on, and by the time Freedom Land opened, he was putting his finishing touches on Six Flags over Texas and Arlington. Uh, so uh, all this was unknown to him at the time, and that's part of the story of the book. Now we talk about the attractions and and the character actors and the major uh, personalities who entertained uh, at the park, but we also talk about the uh, the eventual uh, plans for the park uh, to do uh, to use it as a placeholder to develop the property. It's it's interesting because you know again it's sort of tying back into some of what we talked about during the first segment about how uh, journal journalism is nowadays. Um, you know, I, and again, I, I wasn't around in the '60s, but uh, you know, from what I see and have read and things like that, it sounds like maybe CV uh, didn't do enough, uh, didn't maybe uh, put enough money in the right pockets to be able to know some of this stuff in the future plans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, he put more money in pockets than he wanted, especially in New York with the stranglehold that unions have over construction and and, and the operations of facilities. Uh, he was surprised at uh, the mo- the money that was flying out uh, sideways uh, to pay off uh, union contracts. 
but uh, that would have had nothing to do with it. He, uh, it was really uh, set in stone even before the shovel was put in the ground to build the park that it was going to last five years, and then uh, he would have been gone on to other projects, and then, and then they would have had to just develop the land, which was the initial plan. Gotcha, gotcha. Again, we're talking this week with Mike Bergentino, and he is the owner of MRV Marketing Communications, and he has written the book Freedom Land USA, The Definitive History, and that's what we're talking about, Freedom Land, right now. Um, and we've got uh, we've just got a couple of minutes left here before we're going to hit break. And then again, in the third segment, we're going to get some uh, Mike's five tips on promotion, uh, from promotion for small business owners. But before we get to that, so I'm curious, uh, kind of a maybe off-base, a little bit of a silly question here, but... What happened to all the uh, park attractions when it closed? Well, uh, I traced down most of them. Uh, some are still elusive, but a, a couple of them went out. Uh, this would have been after 1964. A couple of them went out to the uh, park at Cedar Point. Uh, one went to Knobles in Pennsylvania. A handful of them went upstate. There used to be two parks up in the Lake George area of New York that no longer exist, but some went there, and some still exist. Uh, after all these years, in uh, in Lincoln, New Hampshire, there's a, a park, a family-owned park there called Clark's Trading Post, and you can see some of the buildings and or attractions still at that park. Uh, the rest have been uh, mothballed or completely destroyed over the uh, the last 50 years, so I can't find anything out that's really out there anymore. Well, interesting. So Cedar Point, um, you know, we're based here in Columbus, Ohio, so Cedar Point's about a, a two-hour drive from us, and we we make it up, uh, we, the Biz family makes it up there, you know, at least a couple times a year. Um, we've got uh, friends who own a condo up there as well, so we, we uh, you know, at least twice a year, sometimes three and four times a year, we make it up to Cedar Point, so... Interesting that you know uh, that we, there would be a tie-in there, an Ohio tie-in to the to uh, Freedom Land sure. USA. And, and ask ask any of your older friends if they remember in the '60s and the '70s enjoying two dark rides at Cedar Point. One was called Pirate Ride, and the other one was called Earthquake. And those two dark rides originated and were created exclusively for Freedom Land. Interesting. Now I will definitely check into that because. Um, uh, our friends that own the condo up there, um, he's a, a physician, and he, um, uh, Dr. Sheets, uh, I don't want to guess his, 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 uh, his age on the air, but uh, he would qualify. I'll just put it that way. Uh, <laughs> and he probably would know the history to it. So fascinating stuff. So again, we're talking with Mike Virgentino, who's the author of Freedom Land USA, The Definitive History, and that's what we've been talking about. And we're going to dig into some of his promotional uh, background and expertise as we get into this third segment. And he's going to give us some tips as business owners and even startups and things like that on uh, on how to promote our businesses. So come back after the break on Mr. Biz Radio. We're talking with Mike Virgentino. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. 
Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. Check out both of Mr. Business National Best-Selling Books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show, Mr. Biz Radio. We're talking again this week with Mr. Mike Bergentino, who is the owner of MRV Marketing Communications and, and the author of Freedom Land USA, The Definitive History. And we've I've been, I've been picking his brain about Freedom Land USA because it's just fascinating. Um, I'd love to continue talking about that, but I want him to give us some tips because... He is a promotional and marketing genius, um, if I say so, uh, from my research myself. So I wanted to sort of give him, uh, have him give him the opportunity to give us some tips as business owners. So Mike, tell us, you know, what are some ways as a business owner that we can, um, some tips we can use to promote our business? Well, you know, these are some uh, tried and true practices that that I learned uh, when I moved over from the journalism side into the public relations and marketing side and they worked back then and they will still work today with you know some tweaks along the way mm-hmm. the first one i would suggest is do not miss any potential uh, promotional opportunity anything you can see to tie in uh, with your business or even tie in with a client explore the, the possibility to the farthest extent possible Sometimes the timing just might not be right, uh, either uh, for the market or where you're at with your business or with your client, or even financially, the timing might not be there. But if it's a good idea, it will fly sometime down the road. So put it to the side, put it on the back burner, revisit it in six months, or maybe in 12 months, the time might be a little more appropriate. But if, it, if you think it's a good idea and others you share it with think it's a good idea, don't give up on it. It will, it will develop uh, and it, it will come uh, to fruition uh, sometime down the road. I like it. I like it. I think it's great advice. Awesome. Okay. Another one I have is if, if you're not in the promotion business, if, if the business you're running, you, you may be fantastic at sales or you might be fantastic at technology, but you might not be fantastic at promoting. And sometimes you got to step back. You know your business very well. You know your clients very well. Uh, and and you do a great job uh, in, in that area. But sometimes you need to let a promotional expert work for you and, and do the promotion to tap your, your brain, tap your knowledge and your experiences, and turn what you have into a successful promotion. So if you, if you might think you're a good writer, but you might not be the proper writer for uh, to an act of a promotion and to do it uh, and to do it well, you might not be comfortable talking to the media if you're if you're involved in maybe a, a television interview or a, a podcast interview. So allow a professional to support you. You focus on your business. But let people who know the media, know PR, and know promotion, 
focus on helping you build your brand and building awareness. I love that one, and I talk about it all the time. Is that you know, as as small business owners, often we end up wearing a lot of hats, and you try to DIY things, and you end up DIYing to the detriment of your business. So let's say, for example, given what Mike just told us, let's say you get a, an awesome opportunity, even on a local news station, to be interviewed about your business, and you don't do the proper preparation. You think, oh, it's not a big deal, and you go on and you make a fool of yourself. Well, now it's completely backfired on you. And so if you, to Mike's point, if you'd hired a professional to help you prepare for that, not only could you perhaps have a spokesperson, um, or, but if you wanted to do it yourself, you could still do that, but they could help you prepare properly for that, you know, that interview to make sure that you put your best foot forward and the promotional opportunity ends up being uh, as fruitful as you want and, and doesn't end up being a detriment to your business. That's correct. See, when my book came out a year ago, uh, the publisher uh, put the book together, uh, got it out there and distributed, but didn't do any marketing or, or promotion on it. Well, lucky me, that's the profession I came from. So <laughs> I've been promoting my own book. I can do uh, you know, promotion for myself because I've been on both sides. Uh, I've been both on the media side and I've been on the, the client side or the agency side, so I can do it for myself. Mm-hmm. But there were things I couldn't do for myself. Don't let me get near technology because <laughs> I just don't know how to do anything. I always call in someone to help me with that. Uh, as an example, I'm not a legal person. If I have a legal issue, uh, then I would call in a lawyer friend to help me. You need, uh, as a business owner, you need to do the same thing. Yep, absolutely agree 100%. So what about when you're starting uh, out, and, Mike? And, yeah, and when you're doing this, uh, especially on the promotion side, you don't have to go hire an expensive agency. A good freelancer in your neighborhood or someone you know through uh, your business connections or uh, someone who's a consultant, they can help you get started, and they won't be that expensive uh, for you. And if uh, they're willing to work with you financially, let them grow with you. As you grow, you give them more work, and then they also recommend you to people they know and that's how you uh, build your business together yeah makes a lot it makes a lot of sense and and so when you're starting out and you do that let's say you hire a freelancer someone like that how long should you stick with something like that what would you recommend uh well a promotion is not uh, let's jump in uh, and do it for a week and jump out you should put a plan in place build a solid foundation do a couple of tests uh, to, uh, with, even with friends or, or business colleagues who say, uh, you know, we, let's do some concepts and let's see what might work. Promotion should run anywhere from uh, three to six months at minimum because your results once you do a promotion may not be generated for several months down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, working on promotions, even if you tweak it along the way, is a long-term commitment. It will help you build brand awareness it might help increase sales, uh, but the first thing you want to obtain, yes, we all want sales, we all want money in our pocket, but people have to know who you are. You have to build the awareness that uh, uh, of who you are and the, uh, you're credible and you can bring wonderful things to the table. And then uh, past that is when the sales start coming in. Um, as I say, many programs should run a minimum of six to 12 months. And, and again, you can tweak it along the way. You can turn it on, turn it off. Maybe there's a certain time of, uh, of the month that works best for your industry, that, you know, the industry you're in. 
Um, maybe it's certain days of a month, but, but keep it ongoing. Uh, because uh, once you stop, then there's nothing out there helping promote you. So you, you need to be consistent, and, and people need to see that you're in the market. They, you need to be visible. Um, so that's where a good uh, freelancer, a good consultant who has worked in promotions, is a good writer and, and can put these uh, areas uh, and these concepts together for you will help you along the way. Now, th- these are great tips, honestly, Mike, and, and they uh, they fall right in line with the content I share and I talk to people. You know, as they say, people have to know, like, and trust you typically to do business with you. And what you explained is per- a perfect example of that, right? And, and I even talk about it on the financial side because people will ask me often along the same lines with marketing is, um, you know, how much I'd be spending on marketing and advertising. And I tell people to, to right to your point that you just mentioned, Mike, was – is that you should be spending at least 2% of your annual revenue. And even in, even when times get tight, you need to try to stay at least at that 2% level. Otherwise, if people have been seeing or hearing advertising and marketing from you and all of a sudden it goes away, people are going to assume you went out of business. You're no longer around. So very important to keep that going. And, of course, you could spend more than that as well, but at least 2% of your annual revenue. I think so often people come up with a number. Right, and they say, "Oh, you should spend a thousand dollars a month, or ten thousand dollars a month, or whatever it is." And from a financial perspective, that's just not a good idea. You got to kind of keep things in perspective and make sure your margins are right, and, and it's, it's a profitable thing for you. Um, really good that's, tips, Mike. I really appreciate that's absolute, it. That, that's absolutely correct. And one thing I would add to that is, you mentioned if if, if they don't see you, they think you've gone uh, out of business, and when that happens, your competitor steps in. And then that's business you will never get. Right, exactly, exactly. Hey, Mike, I really appreciate you being on. Uh, how, how can people get a hold of you? Well, uh, they can reach me one or two ways. Uh, I always prefer email. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can uh, take uh, my direct email, which is my first initial, M, and my last name, V-I-R-G-I-N-T-I-N-O, at Yahoo. Or if they want something a little easier to remember, just go freedomlandusa at yahoo.com, and I, that's one I monitor constantly. Gotcha. Well, look, I, thanks for coming on. Uh, fascinating stuff. I really appreciate it. You shared some great tips, and it was fascinating hearing about Freedom Land USA as well. Uh, thanks a lot, Mike. I really appreciate it. Well, I enjoyed it too, and uh, good luck to uh, all uh, to yourself as well as to all those that follow you. Uh, just keep up the good work and uh, uh, sales will generate down the road. Oh, there you go. I appreciate that. Well, have a great week, everyone. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus, a division of United Capital Funding Group. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for more than 27 years. Learn more about them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.